and welcome to the Fempire Podcast, where we feature the latest updates in tech and awesome women in tech. This podcast is brought to you by This.Labs, a JavaScript consultancy focused on changing the ratio. Hire us. Visit this.co slash labs. And we're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Fempire Podcast. Super stoked to be here today. My name is Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Leap. And I have two really great co-hosts today. We have Eva Howe. Uh, you can find Eva on Twitter at Eva Howe. And then we also have uh, Katerina as well. And you can find Katerina at CyberCity on Twitter. That's P-S-Y-B-E-R-C-I-T-Y. Um, so a little bit about, so, you know, it's been a month since we've done the Fempire podcast. And so much has happened. I feel like technology just moves so fast. I was just on a, on a um, call with Gleb from Cyprus. And he's like, yeah, what new thing is happening? I can't catch up, you know? <laughs> and we kind of all feel the same way, um, which brings us to talk about new releases. Oh my gosh, this week, this this past month, I feel like there's been so many new releases. Um, Eva, do you want to start with a few that you found? Yeah, so 8.0.0 release of Angular is here, and then the Preact 10.0 beta 2 is out now, so go check those out. They both look exciting and promise to have a lot of new fun things in them. Yes, and along with that, Ember 3.1 or 3.10, I guess, is released. Um, so really, really exciting things happening in the Ember community too, so definitely go check those out. And there's also two other new releases. TypeScript 3.5 is here. And also the V8 version 7.5 release is also here. And finally, now I feel like everybody can go to bed because everything is everything has been released for the month. <laughs> They're done for the summer and now everybody can see their families and sleep and all of those good things. <laughs> We also have a lot of really cool upcoming um, events. So we have Modern Web Online every month or so. And the next one is actually going to be July 10th. And that'll be at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Eva will be leading that one. Uh, we have three really great talks, including Aaron Ma, who I always love to talk about. He is, I believe he is 10 or maybe 11 now. Um, so he's going to be, be giving a really cool talk. Um, as well as a few other of our really amazing um, guests. Yeah, um, so though, sorry. His talks are always so engaging. I really I enjoy listening to him. Yeah, they're, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a really great speaker. Um, we also have GraphQL Contributor Days coming up, and this one's actually going to be front-end focused. It's going to be August 8th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, so that... Uh, hopefully, people from Europe can join as well. Um, but this is this is going to you know be really great. We're gathering a bunch of different people from different framework libraries who are doing uh, GraphQL implementations, um, and anybody is free to join actually. So anybody can join in on that conversation. Uh, in addition to that, we have our semi-annual this JavaScript state of frameworks coming up. It's going to be on August thirteenth. Uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. So this is going to be where, uh, you know, we'll have folks from Stencil coming, Angular, React, Vue, Ember, uh, Polymer slash Web Components, et cetera. Uh, so you definitely don't want to miss out on that because that's that's a really great event that just helps everybody reflect on everything that's happening, um, every, you know, basically once every, once every six months. Uh, 
Speaking of amazing things, um, we always do a Fempire of the Month, and I wanted to celebrate a few people doing amazing things. So I'll say, that I'll, I'll go first. Um, Angie Jones, who I love, uh, she is at Apple Tools, and she has been releasing a lot of really amazing new free courses on something called Test Automation U. So if you wanna learn about testing, um, I believe she also just released a Java course as well on Test Automation U. You should definitely check out Angie. How about you, Katarina? Have you met anybody interesting? Yeah, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was this conference here called Vox Days Athens. It's the Athens version of the Vox conference. And I was actually part of the program committee, so I got to go to the speakers dinner and everything. And there I met Denise Jacobs, who also gave the first day keynote. And Denise is very amazing and very inspiring. She's a speaker and an author. She was a developer, and I think she's focusing more on being an author. And she was talking about the inner critic, what she calls it and how we are usually very harsh on ourselves and do very strict critique on what we do and how we could uh, manipulate that to be like not so harsh and help us move forward. And yeah, she's amazing. I think we're going to provide her Twitter. You can follow her and be inspired. That's awesome. I think uh, I've, if you've ever gone to like a coach before, they call the, um, sometimes they call the inner voice that says bad things to you, the saboteur. Or they say if you give it a name, like uh, Katarina, I don't know what you'd call yours, but you know, maybe it's like Paul, like shut up, Paul. And if you tell Paul to shut up, then you know. It could feel better. Yeah. I just call them the nasty voices in my head. Um. <laughs> and I'd say the nasty voices in my head are telling me X, Y, and Z right now, but we all have them. <laughs> well, yes, I had voices last night telling me that I should eat um, delicious food. So I went on Instacart and, and got um, queso, like white queso and chips and... Wait, now, now queso, I'm from Texas, so queso is Velveeta. Define queso. Uh, this is, uh, this is, it's not Velveeta, but it's like white cheese. Okay. Melted cheese. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you have that, Katarina, but it's delicious and not Mexican food, really. But we do, in Texas, we do, it's like Velveeta and Rotel, which is like, um, diced tomatoes with chilies in it. And you just like dump the two together in a crock pot usually for whatever reason. And you let them like melt into a meld of deliciousness and then you eat them with chips. It is not healthy. It has got more chemicals than you can imagine, but it is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Another amazing woman I wanna highlight is um, Amanda Berman. So Amanda is going through our apprentice program and uh, she was recently saying on Twitter that she's gotten to some of the on-site interviews. And that is always just such a, such a difficult and amazing adventure. I mean, it can be so scary. Um, I know I always get nervous when somebody tries to like, you know, give me a code test or something like that. Like your nerves just get up. 
<laughs> so uh, everybody should be sending really positive vibes to Amanda for all the stuff that she's been doing. <laughs> uh, what about you, Eva? Do you have anybody amazing that you've met recently? I don't have anybody in particular, but I'd just like to, we went to, you and I and Rob went to the refactor.tech conference. <laughs> Oh no, I think Katarina's uh, audio went haywire for a second. Yeah, anyways, continue, Eva, sorry. <laughs> no, I, we went to the refactor.tech conference at the beginning of the month in Atlanta, and I just wanted to give a shout out to that conference. I have never been to a more diverse conference, a conference where I saw more women there, and I felt like everybody that I talked to was just amazing and awesome, and it, it really inspired me. They also did a a really good job of having a leadership track that was, I'm not super technical. So it, it had just a minor amount of, tech, of of things that were technical in it, but enough that I could follow it. And um, and it had some other things in it too, which I, I really enjoyed those talks. They were just, just really nice. So shout out to them for that. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that was such an amazing conference. I mean, shout out to Angel Banks, Erica Stanley, um, Beth Lang as well, who have organized that. that it's, just, it's just like, we're so lucky in this world and in the in the, the community to have such amazing women who want to take on, um, take things on like, you know, helping change the ratio in tech. Like it's a, it's a huge thing, so. It is. It's so important too. And it's really nice when you are in a venue where that is the given and not that you're having to convince people of it. It just makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of other amazing women, um, there is uh, Jess Lee, Jess Lee NYC. She is the co-founder of Dev.2. And um, she is getting married very soon. So I saw a post on Twitter and I got so excited about just getting married. So shout out to Jess too. She does so much for the Dev.2 community, which is really just like this really amazing growing platform. So definitely check out Dev.2 if you haven't. And if you're considering writing blogs or anything like that, you should definitely use their platform because it is uh, the best for any developer related content. Um, Katarina, you have had some visits with some really amazing women in tech recently. And yeah. talk a little bit about those. Yeah, so it was about three weeks ago. I went, uh, so I'm doing this thing here in Greece. I call it Greece Hopper JS. And I try to go to smaller towns or remote places in Greece where they don't have like a large developer community, but they do have some sort of developer community and give a talk there or do a workshop or something to like help them get going. So I went to a meetup to a developer community in Larissa, which is a quite small city in Greece. I think it's the like the fifth small, the fifth larger one, but yeah, it's quite small compared to Athens. And uh, there was an event there. And surprisingly enough, there were a lot of women developers there. And they say surprisingly enough, because even in Athens, that is the capital, the women are, are very, they're not numerous. And even there that is smaller, I would think that there would be like any, but surprisingly enough, there were a lot of women and we got to hang out a lot. And I actually met 
another woman who runs some uh, women communities in Thessaloniki, which is another large city in Greece. And they do all sorts of things. And we talked about collaborating. So I will definitely keep you posted on that. That is so exciting. It really is. It's, you know, any women who are listening to this, it's, it's like that one person who stands up and then another person does and then, then another person does and then all of a sudden you have an entire conference. So it's it's really important to do stuff. And Katerina, you've done such amazing things just helping build the community. So I'd love to watch it all. Um, even, do you have any other amazing women? Yeah, I also, I can't believe I forgot about this, but I uh, helped organize the Club Summit in Berlin. And one of the women who was helping me organize it, Jory Burson, is amazing. Um, she just has such a command of knowledge of so many different things. And she really stepped in and helped um, and made the, made the more the agenda and the technical side of the conference run very smoothly. Um, and she, I also had a chance to chat with her um, kind of at the end of the conference. And we just had some really good talks about code of conduct and women in tech. And um, I just really enjoyed listening to what she had to say. Jory is really, really, really wonderful. Yeah, shout out to Jory. Um, cool, well, let's move on to our next segment, which is going to be um, upcoming conferences. So I'll go first with a few. Uh, first things first is Chain React. That's gonna be happening July 11th through 12th. I keynoted the last one. It's a really great welcoming community for anybody doing React Native. Definitely check that out if you can. Uh, same week, same days is going to be DeconstructConf in Seattle. Um, and then the week after, uh, which this just makes me tired thinking about all the conferences coming up. Also, isn't July supposed to be like relax? time for conferences, but no, because React Week NYC is happening July 15th through 21st. And then we also have UberConf happening July 16th through 18th. So, oh my gosh. But you know, if you buy your tickets now, you will definitely be able to get into those. Um, Katarina, do you have any upcoming events? Um, we do have in on the 9th of July, we have our meetup here in, in Athens which is going to be like the end of the season meetup where it's going to be more informal, like chat with the community, ask them what they want and everything. And then at the end of the summer, we have together the NGD. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited about that. Katarina and I will both be keynoting about that, talking about the PAM stack, which is this inclusive architecture framework for building more sustainable development teams. And we'll be talking about how Angular can be uh, utilized to make your development team more sustainable, which I think is, is very important um, for anybody growing a, a development team. So cool. Um, well, moving on from that, Eva has been working very hard at this code of conduct accountability ladder project. So I'll let you give updates there. Okay, so for the last couple of months, we've been meeting with a group of people from different conferences and different different open source projects with the idea of creating something that we're calling an accountability ladder. And this accountability ladder is supposed to be a companion document for most code of conduct. So most code of conducts uh, list out what is acceptable and not acceptable behavior, but most of them don't then have, okay, so X happened, this is the punishment 
why happened, this is the punishment. Um, and so what we're trying to do is take some of the guesswork. So say a conference has a code of conduct, they have a, a possible violation, they're not really sure what to do with it, they don't know what the severity of the punishment should be, assuming that there is gonna be a punishment. So our idea is in this accountability ladder, we list out different things and different levels, and then we, um, we list out different things in different levels, and then we um, go through and give give different punishments for those different things. Um, and so we're almost through with that. I would say we're we're like ninety nine percent through with that, and we're about ready to publish it. So I'm super excited because this is a culmination of basically months worth of work on behalf of the committee and me. So I am super excited to see how that goes, and we're hoping that conferences will adopt it. Um, we are going to adopt it for all of our this dot events, and um, and the different communities will also adopt it. Yeah, I think it's been really great to see uh, people from Node and Vue and React and Angular, um, et cetera, all come together, whether they be conference organizers or core contributors of different frameworks and libraries, and say, "Hey, you know, we've had code of conduct violations before." Um, it's been really difficult. It's a it's a really big emotional burden, I think, on people to have to go through and figure out like, oh, somebody did this. What do we do now? Um, so by having an accountability ladder with guidelines on this is basically what we've previously, you know, pre-agreed upon ideas on how we handle these types of things will really help alleviate a lot of the burden on the community. Um, a lot of the time as well, code of conduct violations fall on the burden of women in tech, right? Because, um, you know, more often than not, and not always, but more often than not, violations come around uh, sexual harassment or, you know, some guy saying something weird at a conference or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, that's really stressful for for women who are involved in these, in these groups. So, uh, hopefully just creating a better framework for all of us to uh, be human with each other. So, yay. I really agree. The other half of it is that we really want to create a resource for kind of how to be an awesome person. And so part of this document is resources to do that, resources for people to read, um, just to get on board and how to be a better ally. So I'm also really excited about the, not just the negative aspects of it, but the, the, that there could be positive so that hopefully we can prevent some of these violations before they even happen. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Well, as you can see, we have so much stuff going on, but um, let's take a break for a second and talk about just life in general. So I will share something that I recently shared yesterday with uh, even Katerina, but I'll share it with everybody else. Um, so my husband likes to barbecue and so I started him an Instagram so you can go to instagram.com slash delicious barbecue delicious bbq and you can see all his barbecue pictures <laughs> that I will post uh, faithfully and um, I'm also growing a scallop squash and you know so basically the scallop squash also has an Instagram it's squash cuties and every day I will post the picture of the scallop squash growing. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like something you would do, Tracy. 
<laughs> yes, I, I need to prevent myself from starting Instagrams for all the rest of my plants. Like just, <laughs> just one, just one. Just squash. I think that sounds reasonable. Just, yeah. just one squash in your husband's barbecue. That, yeah. Who wants to go next? <laughs> Let's see. Katarina, do you want to go next? No, you go next. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of a fun fact about about me and my life at the moment. Um, totally random. We when we moved into our house, our backyard was basically a, a war zone. There, nobody had done anything with it in like ten years, and so at the moment, I have a very large pile of mulch in my front yard that we are going to cover the backyard in. Um, so that it looks a little bit more presentable. Um, and we're doing it all ourselves. So we've been working on the backyard a lot this summer, trying to kind of get it into shape for the summer so we can enjoy it. Um, and also random fact, we have a campsite in our backyard, complete with a little three-sided shelter and a fire pit um, and like little logs and hammocks. Um, and it's our place to go at the end of the day to just kind of try to decompress and, get outside of Silicon Valley without leaving your house. <laughs> you need to post pictures of all this. Yeah, I will. <laughs> it's fun. We really like it. Back before kids, we used to do a lot of backpacking um, on the Appalachian Trail back on the East Coast. And this shelter is a replica of the shelters that are on that trail, um, yeah. complete with like National Park Service Brown. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that is so exciting. I want to go visit now. Yes, that's it. <laughs> so that's my fun fact. Okay, Katarina, your turn. Yeah, my fun fact is that uh, for I'm looking for the past like month of browsing through houses to rent a new house just because I like to change. <laughs> and uh, we have this place where you search houses here in Greece that uh, if you want to subscribe to sort of an RSS feed or something, you have to pay. So, but uh, you can search for something and all the search queries in the URL. So I thought, okay, I will create like a cron job that will just take this uh, like every five minutes and parse the results and add them somewhere so that I don't have to pay. So I was, I spent like the last two days, uh, like in my afternoon doing that. And if I ever have time, I want to write a blog post about it because I spent like so much time trying to actually build the cron job with Firebase Cloud Functions and the scheduler. And then I used something called Cheerio to parse the HTML of that page and store the results like in a JSON in Firebase. And I have all the data needs and this, <laughs> this thing runs every five minutes <laughs> and, and checks for new houses so that, that I don't have to pay for it. And yeah, I, I spent two days doing that where I could like pay two euros or something. <laughs> but I said, no, I will build it. <laughs> That's awesome. You need to provide that. You need to like just like um 
you know, it's like a, it could be like a new startup and you could have yeah. a future and like contribute to this since I did it. You don't have to pay for it, but pay me instead. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I find the time, yeah, I really want to write a blog post about it. Using some very, uh, you know, useful tools like the Firebase Cloud Functions and the Scheduler API and everything. So, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> that would be push notifications, but I didn't go that far. <laughs> well, there's still the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, very cool. So I wanted to quickly thank um, our sponsors. So Always Thinking and Studio, thank you for sponsoring and supporting us and supporting the Fempire. Um, and also this.labs. So this.labs, we are a consultancy and we do everything from Angular, React, Vue, et cetera. We have experts in all these different categories. So if you're ever interested in or need um, consulting help, we're always happy to chat. Uh, so you can find us online at this.co. And besides that, I think everyone, it's Friday for us. So whether you're listening to this on Friday or Monday, hopefully there's cocktails uh, involved at some point in time soon. I should get one for my next meetings, have a little bit of a cocktail. But I'm craving margaritas right now, and I only have bourbon. So, Ooh, that's not good. You need tequila. I know, I know. Go find some. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and have a really good rest of the day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fempire Podcast. Find us on our website at this.co. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T dot C-O. Or follow us on Twitter at this.media. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T-M-E-D-I-A.